Today on the High Button Podcast, myself and Matthew Dudley sit down with Trey Lewis and Brad Kuzner. Trey and Brad played together in the Halifax Mooseheads. Also, they're going to France to play professional hockey next year. They recently signed their contract. Definitely going to sit down and talk to them about that. Also, a ton of stories about playing junior hockey together. Also, playing at St. Avex together. Um, it's going to be a great podcast. Great inside to the Memorial Cup team uh, when the Mooseheads won uh, back in 2013. Kuzner also winning an AUS championship with St. Avex. Going to have a great conversation with them. Sit tight. All right, welcome back to the High Button Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. We got two very special guests on the phone with us right now. Trey Lewis, Brad Kuzner. What's going on, fellas? What's going on? Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for having us. Um, I know you guys are... Wait, Trey, where are you at? You're in Fredericton? I'm in Fredericton right now. And yeah, then, still battling through some classes. <laughs> and then, Kuzner, where are you at right now? I'm down in Cape Breton. Love it. Well, thanks for taking the time. You said you're on your lunch break, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> Did you get a piece of pizza behind the Capri there? <laughs> Down under the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Um, so, yeah, like you guys played together, um, you know, in junior hockey, but starting your junior careers, you guys played separately. Did you guys play against each other, Cousin, when you were in Cape Breton? Hey, we sure did. Uh, we <laughs> fucking hated each other, actually. <laughs> Classic. Uh, Trey was a rat on D, and I was a uh, skilled forward. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We went, we went out it pretty heavy, but uh, I asked Trey to fight a couple times, but he uh, he declined quite a bit. So yeah, yeah, he might have like a little backwards. I think I was the skilled guy, and he was uh he was the meathead. So uh, no, yeah, we played against each other. It was funny because uh, we were actually down in the Cape Breton paper, staring at each other like we wanted to rip each other's head off, and my mom ended up cutting that out of the paper and saving it. So it's a great little souvenir for how we hated each other at first and now we're now we're friends I guess <laughs> can you second that Cuzzy you guys friends <laughs> well I wouldn't say friends acquaintances <laughs> acquaintances that's a big word yeah <laughs> sorry <laughs> I'll throw in a curse word to even it out here I'm sure there's a I'm sure there's a ton coming <laughs> that's good um okay so yeah talk about like I know both of you guys played um you know, well, actually, Cousin, you played away for your midget hockey, and me and dudes were talking here before the podcast about, like, you know, it's, it's kind of an unlikely thing for guys in midget to go, like, away from home to play uh, midget hockey. But then when you came back in junior to play uh, for the Eagles at the Center 200 there, how nice was it to be able to, like, play in front of your friends and things like that, friends and family, knowing that, you know, your whole midget career, you were kind of away? Yeah, it was huge. Um, it was a different step uh, to move away. I went to New Brunswick and, and Saskatchewan there and uh, had a great time. Uh, loved it. Good hockey. And uh, uh, actually, it was pretty cool when I got drafted. Uh, we had a bunch of us up and um, uh, they were all getting ready to get drafted. And, and my computer shut down. And Logan Shaw, who's uh, my best friend from home here, he actually was the one that called me to tell me that I got drafted by the Eagles. He played there the year before, so uh, it was pretty cool. I had him with me every day. We drove in, and uh, having having the support of your family and friends and stuff, it, it was unbelievable. 
That's incredible. Can you give me like the experience of your first game in Setter 200? Like, were you nervous? What was going through your head? Uh, what did you do like the the day of? Did you have any sleep the night before? Uh, the night before I felt fine, and then I uh, woke up. Uh, we had morning skate, I remember, and then uh, I had a huge migraine. So whatever, whatever reason, probably from stress or whatever. So I was kind of shit my pants all day. I was, felt like shit, but showed up at the rink and. And kind of battled through it for my first game. It, I, it's not like Lit I really up, baby. or anything like that, so it wasn't a big deal. Now you you answered that so quick. It's it's almost like it's that clear in your head of of the feeling of your first game. Is that true? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, uh, well, I remember it for two reasons. One, because you're coming home, you're playing in front of everyone you know. But two, because I was in bed, like throwing up two hours before because I had a huge migraine. So. <laughs> Yeah, two kind of different ends of the scale as to why I remember it. But. That's great. Okay, let's go to you, Trey. Like, I know you had a couple call-up games before <laughs> you, like, you were on the team full-time. And I actually remember, I'm pretty sure, who did you fight on St. John? Thomas, his name was? Uh, yeah, that was my first fight in the queue was when I was 16. Our, and uh, yeah. Michael Thomas, yeah, he was the tough guy with St. John. And I ended up playing with him uh, these last couple years <laughs> in Fredericton at UMB. And uh, I still give it to him every now and then. He was 19 fighting a 16-year-old call-up. But, I mean, he's a little crazy, so we forgive him. How old How yeah. old were you, sorry, when you fought him? I was 16. He was 19. Jesus. You're not crazy. Yeah, he, he was right? <laughs> I was just a boy back then. Well, what yeah, did he, he beat? There you he go. beat my head off pretty good, but, uh, you know, uh, I remember I remember my first game in the queue because that year the Mooseheads were god-awful. We were terrible. We were dead last in the league. Um, I was still playing midget, and we were actually out at the Gatineau Midget Tournament and Halifax decided to call me up then. So I had to fly from Gatineau um, back to Halifax at 16 and play a back-to-back against the Sea Dogs, who were the best team in the CHL that year. And um, we actually somehow beat them in Harbor Station on the Friday. I think it was like 3-2. They outshot us maybe 50 to 15 or something ridiculous. <laughs> and then we had to play them the next night back in the Metro Center. And back then, we were only getting a couple thousand fans a night in the Metro Center. And I think they beat us maybe 10-1 or something like that the next night. Like Those were my first two games in the queue. And that's that was the night I fought Mike Thomas, too. <laughs> Jesus. That's hilarious. I remember seeing that fight. And I was like, I didn't know your name. I was like, who is that Lewis guy? And then I looked at the statue. He was like, he's 16. I was like... <laughs> Did, did Cam say anything to you after the game? Because that's Cam's style of game. Did he ever, like, give you a tap on the shoulders? I mean, like, boy. Oh, yeah. I think probably uh, Cam liking my style of game might be the only reason I stayed in Halifax as long as I did. Uh, you know, I think Cam maybe saw a little bit of me in, in him. Uh, obviously, he was better than me at that time. But, uh, you know, I think he likes that grittiness, and it's probably why I stuck around as long as I did. Nah, that's awesome. Cuzzy, I, I got a question for you now. We are on the topic of fighting. I know, obviously... You're not a big guy, and I can't really make fun of you because I'm not a big guy either, but uh, who was probably the toughest guy do you think that you had got in a scrap with? Because I know Trey wouldn't drop them with you, so. (laughs) Uh, Well, Trey's a lightweight anyway. (laughs) True, true, yeah. I fought this guy. um, We we played uh, Drummondville, and uh, their tough guy hit Sawyer Hanna, who's supposed to be our tough guy. (laughs) Had to stand up for Sawyer, eh? He can't look after himself. (laughs) Yeah, for some reason I thought it was a good idea to go and bite him and anyways there's, there's actually a clip on youtube you can see me getting hammer fisted about 25 times <laughs> and then we drop to the ground and buddy's like hey great fight i was like yeah man you too good yeah. job 
Yeah, thanks uh, for beating my head in. Great fight. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> That's but funny. I know uh, Midge, our assistant coach, called me out in the hallway after. He's like, hey, cuz he, you know, uh, you kind of got to pick your spots better. I was like, honestly, Midge, that wasn't my plan going into the fight. I, I, I kind of, I didn't really want to get beat up that bad. But do you think anyway. that, uh, do you think you fought more than you, you thought you were going to, or do you think you fought less? Because I know for me personally, I uh, I definitely didn't drop the gloves very much. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I had a couple every year. Uh, I think it, I never really went looking for it. I probably started a couple, but it was more, more just like uh, people getting hit and stuff like that. Like, it, I, I don't think I squared off too much i probably more got jumped or jumped somebody and good old caper standing up for his teammates man yeah yeah i i definitely didn't uh i definitely didn't uh, ask people to square off i know that wasn't my strong suit <laughs> keep it in the toolbox as they say right <laughs> exactly didn't want to hurt anyone right cuzzy what didn't want to hurt anyone out there yeah that's what we'll go with yeah <laughs> actually this actually i just this actually just came into my mind. Trey, when you fought those two guys in Bakemo in the finals of the queue when you guys won the President's <laughs> Cup, do yeah. you remember that? What, didn't, oh, yeah, did, yeah. <laughs> didn't you get suspended for that? Yeah, I what? was actually... The, the game we raised the President's Cup, I was I was uh, suspended for that. Okay, funny story. Can I, I got to tell this story. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah, I was at the game and like five, maybe ten minutes before you guys were about to lift the cup, I saw you running down the hallway of the Metro Center because you guys were going to win the game. I was going to take a piss. And I saw you booking it. So I was like, oh, he must be going to put his gear on right now. So yeah, I saw you right. running down the hallway. We looked at each other. I was like, oh, that's exactly what he's doing. It was you were. I, I remember you were in a suit, and I just couldn't see a guy run quicker in a suit. It was hilarious. Oh, yeah. I got a question I, for I you on that topic. But I remember watching that game, and it was, it was hard because they didn't really give us instructions. They were like... Well, yeah, like if we win, you guys can put on your gear and go lift the cup. But like, at what point do you go down and start putting on your gear? Because you don't want to jinx it. You don't want to like go down, True. start getting dressed, and then all of a sudden they get a couple quick ones or something. Like, I remember it was weird. And then they had it on the TV down in the dressing room too, so you had to kind of pay attention to that and make sure, like, okay. And I think Nate ended up getting uh, a late goal or something like that, put us up by three or maybe even four, and then you were like, okay, let's get this gear on. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Nate? Yeah, who's Nate? It was that guy. Uh, <laughs> I have a question about the Bay Camo thing for you, Trey. Yeah. The, I watched the video the other day, or I guess it was probably yesterday, and I, I did watch the game itself. But the funniest thing for me was you get through the first two guys, and then there's a third <laughs> guy that's kind of like, eh, he kind of makes his move yeah. toward, towards you, and you turn around, and you had this vicious <laughs> look on your face, and he was like, nah, fuck it, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I got a little crazy eyes, maybe. I think my favorite part about that whole scenario was that um, once I had knocked down the one guy, the referee had finally decided to jump in. He didn't care when I was, I had two guys on my back, but he cared once I knocked one of them down. Anyways, he pushed me up against the glass and uh, somebody was taking pictures of the game, took a, a great picture of the ref holding me up against the glass and on the other side of the glass, there was two middle-aged women, probably <laughs> 50s or 60s, giving me the finger. It was, <laughs> it was gold. I loved it. That was my Facebook profile pic for so long. Oh, man, that's uh, that's pretty much just hockey in a nutshell there. The fans just so emotional. Hated you. Yeah, oh, yeah. Everyone says how big no the <laughs> What did he, What did Cuz say? No wonder. No wonder. <laughs> I've gotten a lot of this saying that everyone, everyone says that Bakemo is the worst place to play in the league. Cousner, do you agree with that? Oh, I, I don't know. Uh, I remember 
We had, uh, I don't know if you remember Mike Kirkpatrick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> For Subways. some reason, I think he's the only person I've ever heard say if he could go to any team, and he played in St. John, like, one mm Cup, like, they're unbelievable. He said, if I could go to any team in the league, I'd go to Bakemo. What? I have, I have no idea why. He still won't explain it, but that was, uh, that's the team he wanted to be at. My guess is that that way the fans are on his side then. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I have no idea. Honestly, it was a shithole, but anyways. So, if you had to choose the worst place to play, where would it have been and why? Uh, uh, probably, I, no, I'd say Rouen, probably. Rouen, their, their barn is tiny and they're so far away. Like, I think the drive from Rouen to Cape Breton was like 30 hours, so <laughs> just... Yeah, it was just shitty. Every time you go up there, you just dread. You knew that that was your last game on the schedule, and then you got to drive home. So we hated playing in Rowan's. Thirty hours, man. Yeah, that's insane. That's back. That's back when you couldn't charge your phone on the uh, on the bus, so you or you didn't have a phone at all. Yeah, I guess no. That was before then. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I want to get a little, not serious, but I want to talk about a topic with Trey here. So you were the captain on some, probably one of the most skilled junior teams of all time. Um, and, you know, your leadership ability in that room, did you find it a little bit difficult, you know, to tell these guys that are going to be NHL All-Stars one day to maybe, not smarten up, but like, was there any situation where you had to kind of put people in line, uh, giving your leadership role on that team? Uh, I mean... For the most part, it was a really good year. Like, I mean, there was a couple instances where, where guys would, you know, snap and practice. I mean, I, we had a couple practice tussles, but I, I personally like that stuff. I think it, uh, you know, I, I remember, uh, I think of Nate. You guys had Austin on here. Did Austin tell you guys about a couple of those practice fights? I know He didn't Nate say there was, was fights. He didn't say there was fights. He just said that there was, like, you know, not arguments. He's just like, you know, if you missed the pass with Nate, he would get upset or something like that. But he didn't say there was a fight. Yeah, I mean, Nate was young, Nate, and he knew how good he was. But, uh, no, they were never really bad. I mean, like like I said, a couple tussles. I think Austin and, and Nate actually got into a little tussle there one time no. in practice. And I know that uh, uh, Druan had, like, maybe one little flip out and, you know, I don't. I would never want to paint them out as as like you know hard to hard to deal with because that wasn't the case at all. I thought Dom Dom was really the disciplinary on our team. I didn't really have to do too much because everyone was everybody was terrified of Dom really. That's a, that's what uh, Hardy said too. Yeah. Also, yeah, Dom, when you Dom when was, you win uh, sixty of sixty eight games, you're you're probably you're not too worried. You're, there's not too much uh, emotion going on or anger going on there. Yeah, exactly. When <laughs> you're winning, so you're having a time. Yeah. Oh yeah. If, if you were underachieving, I think there probably would have been been more. But you know, Dom kept us focused and and kept us intimidated at the same time. So you know, as far as being a captain and having to deal with that stuff, I didn't have too much to deal with. Really, it was uh, I was pretty lucky. <laughs> so Cousiner, when you went to that team, uh, I think it was 2012, 2013. You only played four games with them. But going into that locker room, was there like hostile environments, or did you know guys on the team and you kind of felt home right away? Like was was there anything? No, in, no, no. I, I like. I mean, I played with most of them last year, uh, the year before there, and then uh, I just went back. Honestly, I just went up to skate and uh, just to kind of see the boys and stuff like that, and uh, jumped on the ice. And Dom asked me if I could, if I could figure out if I could play or not. We had uh, boys had Conrad Albertshauser was out of the lineup. He was injured. Yeah. And uh, they had Nate and Joe were gone to 
uh, World Juniors, so they needed somebody to fill that role, so they asked me to jump in. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're telling me is you covered both the roles just just on you alone, just by himself? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, so I shot left and right, and then just scored the goals. <laughs> Oh man! Hardy was telling me when they when they won the Presidents Cup that you got to go in the room after and you celebrated with the boys. Yeah, yeah, I was the official cameraman. And, uh, <laughs> I know. Actually, it was Austin. Austin gave me his hat, so I was when we went out. I was with the boys, and I had Austin's hat on. So I was just I I literally celebrated like I won it. I have a question. Did you guys booze in the room, or is that against the code? Are you not allowed uh, to talk about it? If it's gotta win a championship here, Just, yeah. but only for people nineteen and over. Yeah, wait, yeah, wait. yeah. So, yeah. so Cam was IDing people at the door, was he? Yeah, Cam was the bouncer. Yeah, so nobody, <laughs> nobody fucked around if he was bouncing. Uh, Trey, I got a question for you. We yeah. just talked about how you were the the captain of the Moose Sids there. It was for two years, I believe. One year you split it, maybe, and the next year it was full time. Yeah, well, it was actually, I split it my 19 year with Stefan Fournier, and then I ended up leaving at 20 for like half the year to go play Junior A. So like my hips were, uh, they actually still need surgery. They're, fuck, I'm falling apart. I feel old and I'm only 25. But uh, my hips are pretty messed up. They need surgery. And uh, Halifax had told me at the time, uh, well, we can't risk you keeping you at the 20 spot and cutting another 20 and then your hips are done and you're done for the year so they said we will trade you and i actually i wanted to stay in the maritime division i said bathurst or moncton but they said well we can't trade you to bathurst or moncton and then play you eight times and no you thanks. beat up on joe every game like it's like we're not gonna do that they want i think they they had offered trading me to gatineau but i was like nah i don't really feel like going to gatineau for my, <laughs> my 20 year no thanks uh, i was like no nah, i'm good all my buddies were actually playing with uh, Miramichi that year, Junior A. Um, so I had like Cole McDonald, like Rankin Campbell, Tyrone Sock, Bryce Milson was there, Brett Malone was there. Yeah, uh, these are guys I grew up with and played midget with. And we were supposed to, we won the league in Junior A and we should have won, we, we should have won it all. But I mean, that's hockey, it happens, I guess. We lost out in playoffs, but it was still a ridiculous year. Like me and Tyrone, the team paid for an apartment for the two of us. We were the best. We've been best friends since, you know, we were four years old and, you know, we reunite at 20 <laughs> playing, playing junior A and we're the only guys on the Dangerous. team in an apartment. Like, oh, it was, it was wild. Every Sunday, every Sunday morning was a shit show in our apartment. Like just, just a disaster. Yeah. I hear you on that part. Um, <laughs> the next part of that was, did the, does it, is it a team vote or is it coach comes down and he says, you know what? Fucking Trey, you're the captain. I don't care what anybody says. Um, I think they might've done like a, oh, like a, pass around a piece of paper and put who you would want but ultimately it's uh it was the coach's call for sure and uh, i was surprised like i was even surprised the year before uh i would have been 18 and i got an a on my jersey like i dom must just he really appreciates hard work i guess and about that's about all i can bring to the table so i guess he picked up on that and you know i, I guess he liked it <laughs> so cuzzy um if they pass that paper to you. Would you be voting for Trey, or you vote for your type of guy? Vote for yourself. I'd probably vote for myself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I deserve it, but uh, I deserve it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if if uh, if they could see who was voting, then maybe Trey, but uh, probably not. <laughs> um, cousin, I got a question for you here. 
being like a, a smaller player coming up into the queue, there's some big boys, especially when you played. Coming, uh, you know, I guess you could say coming up through the ranks, was there anyone that you admired in the NHL, like uh, St. Louis or just a smaller player? Is there anyone that you admired? Uh, yeah. Uh, a lot of people will probably hate me, and I'm a Leafs fan, but I yeah, love baby. Uh, I, I love I love Brad Marchand. Like, yes. And he's the biggest rat in the league. Uh, he also scores 30 40 goals a year makes six mil so um watching mil. his game like he's so good but uh so he likes to lick men too so it works out he said because he likes to lick men too so it works out yeah that's a new new one i'll add to my bag of tricks oh man marshan's way behind i used to do that all the time in junior a man <laughs> But uh, if you could see me right now, I was selling super hard because I love Marsha and too, and everybody hates that. So controversy yeah. just started right now, so we're probably going to get trash for it, but I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, send them to me. <laughs> send, them, send them to Trey. Trey's my bodyguard. So. Uh, yeah, That's another thing, too. So obviously you guys played together for a while, and I know there's no fighting in, in AUS while there is, but it just doesn't happen. Uh, <clears throat> do you feel like much safer? You know you can just play your game as the rat that you just claim to be. Um, you feel safer with him out there, even though like there's no fighting and stuff. Like you just know that the minute someone touches you, that you know you don't need you just turn around and he's already fighting or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it was nice having. I mean, Trey had other people to deal with when I played with him. I think it's more important to uh, to protect Joe and Nate than it is for me for some reason. But uh, <laughs> I'll tell you, when I played, uh, I was 17 when I played in Cape Breton. And I had uh, Ashton Paul or Ashton Bernard and Caitlin Paul. Oh. Uh, we're probably the two toughest in the league. And uh, Ashton was my line mate, and uh, Caitlin was always on with me. And I was, pro- I was probably the greasiest guy in the league just because the second anyone touched me, they were right in there. So it was, it was pretty bad. So do you go into the game going like, you know what, I'm just going to stir everything I possibly can up? Because, I mean, obviously I've watched you and played against you, so I know the answer, but I want to hear it from your side of you because that's how I am. I'm like, I'm going in, whatever I can do to piss anybody off, get their top players off the game, whatever price you got to pay, you know? Yeah, um, I, I don't have much skill, and I'm not that good at hockey, so I kind of have to do something <laughs> else to, to be on the ice, so... Uh, that was definitely that was definitely a big part of my game, but uh, yeah, I, I didn't mind it. I thought it was fun to kind of fire people up and and mess with people like that. And Still is. Try, try try to get some penalties drawn on you and stuff like that. I, I always enjoyed it. Trey, do you ever find that frustrating, like playing in the AUS um, for Saint Avex and UNB? Like you know, fighting was a part of your game, not all of it, but it was definitely part of it. Do you ever find that frustrating, knowing that you just can't, you know? Bring that side oh, yeah. of the game out in the AUS? Absolutely. I hated the AUS for that. The AUS was the most frustrating league I've ever played, and just because of that, I mean, everybody's tough when you know there's no fighting. Oh, yeah. my God. It was it would just drive me nuts in that I'm sense. I mean, it there seemed like there was so much more stick work, so much more, uh, you know, mouthing off and stuff than, than you were in junior because someone someone really wants to mouth off to you. It's like, okay, well, let's go. Let's do this. You, you do that in the AUS, and they just smile at you, smirk, and chirp some more. It's it's pretty frustrating. And what's even it was even worse in the AUS was when we would go down to the states and play, and play some of those NCAA teams with the bird cage on. Oh. oh my God, those guys were mousy, and they had a cage on. Oh, I couldn't believe it. That sucks. Oh, it's the worst. That must have been so frustrating. <laughs> so when was the last time you were in a hockey fight? 
actually, oh, I played. Dog. So I redshirted last year with UMB, and I played senior hockey with the team from the reserve that I'm from. And so that was actually a ton of fun. Uh, played with a few buddies that I grew up with again, and uh, I was playing. I was playing about 40 minutes a night. They essentially just said, "Just stay out as long as you want and get on whenever you want." Um, but I was itching for a fight. Like I don't know why, but. I always said that, like, throughout a season, if I could get a, a fight per month, that'd be good. Like, just to, just to let off some, let off some steam, maybe. But I, I actually got in uh, two of them, I think, last year in that senior league, in that New Brunswick senior league, and they were all right. They're, like I said, get get the uh, testosterone out and uh, release a little. But those would have been the last two that I would have been in for sure. There you go. I got a, I got a, I got a text from Trey last year. Um, and we were talking. He said, "Yeah, you know, we played the team tonight." I said, "Oh, like how are they?" Whatever. He said, "Well, they got the toughest guy in the league, and I'm gonna fight him tonight." I was like, "Did you did you hit someone, or like what's the deal there?" He's like, "No, I just figured I'd test them out." <laughs> I actually uh, I seen a couple of games. I watched one game there in Book Tush when Wig played. Yeah. Man, you guys had uh, like Chad Denny and shit. Like there was some fucking really good players in that league, man. Like, yeah, but it was crazy. Kind of underrated hockey. Like each team would have three or four pretty good hockey players, like really good hockey players. That's wicked. Hmm. Um, cousin, I wanted to ask you about uh, your good buddy there, Logan Shaw, playing in the show. You guys took yeah. a trip up to Anaheim last year. How cool of an experience is that? Just to be able to have a buddy in the NHL, see maybe behind the scenes look of things, and and just know that. You can shoot the shit with him after the game. Was that a cool experience, or still is, because he's in Montreal now? Yeah, yeah, it was unbelievable. I know a bunch of them went up to Montreal this year. Uh, I didn't get up, but California was awesome. Like, it was playoff hockey. Uh, they swept the first round, so we were lucky. We got to, like, actually spend some time with them. I think they had three days off and weren't allowed at the rink. And um, So, yeah, we had, we had a ton of fun for those three days. And it's just cool to see kind of him progress through uh, – to the ranks and you know just trying to work his ass off to get where he is but uh i i, I know his his only rule for us was that uh during nap time during uh pre-game nap we weren't allowed in the room so sadly we just had to go down to the down to the pool for the day and enjoy the 35 degree weather well, so it was tough. pretty tough on us but uh we made it through did uh does he take critiques from you guys like is he looking for it kind of like advice from you guys or anything or does he just tell you to fuck off i'm in the show <laughs> I'll do what uh, I want. Yeah, he, uh, like, I mean, he, he obviously tries to model his game around me and uh, <laughs> my toe drags and things like that. But, uh, no, he's, he's good. He's good to listen, but obviously he's way better, so we usually don't try to tell him anything. Okay, that's good. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, so, yeah, so have you been up to Montreal to see him play yet? Uh, I haven't been, no. I was overseas this year, so I, uh, oh, yeah. I think – when I got back, uh, there was only a week left in the season or something like that, so uh, I didn't get a chance to get to Montreal, but I think 15 or 20 of them went up at one point. Uh, they all went on a trip. So That's those pogey checks coming in handy, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so what's it like? You know, you guys are going to be – I guess like, I can't say what's it like to – oh, yeah, you did play together with the Mooseheads, but you guys are both going over to Paris next year. Congratulations, by the way, both of you. Uh, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. No worries, <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, so, what, what's like the living situation? What's going on? Have you guys figured that out, or did this, does the team set that up for you? Like, what's the next step for you two right now? Uh, the team sets up the uh, the apartment and stuff. Like, we're not exactly sure 
whereabouts it is or, or, or how nice it is. We haven't seen pictures or anything like that yet, but they cover the cost of uh, an apartment and uh, we'll be living together and, you know, exploring France, I guess. There you go. Cousin, you got anything to say about it? Yeah, just learning French, buddy. That's about it. I was going to say, they probably don't, uh, I don't think you can translate bah into French, can you? <laughs> I'm going to have to figure out a way. <laughs> Show an accent, boy. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, they're playing in the European uh, style of league or last year. It's, did you tell it was a different style of hockey? Oh, yeah. Jesus. Uh, I know my parents, my parents came over to watch a couple games and, uh, I remember my first, after my first game, I got back or I got, I got down, I saw my parents and my dad was like, honestly, I did not recognize your game at all. Like, he's like, I think you threw one hit all game. Like, I don't think you back checked the whole time. It was just completely different. But So you're not able to like fully play your style then I guess it was more of an adjustment really, but it, we have it up here and it doesn't seem like you did too bad. Yeah. Oh yeah. In in the league that I was in, you're kind of more relied on the score. Um, I mean, obviously, the higher you go up, you're you're not. But uh, yeah. So he, he, I remember running around my first couple games, and uh, my my line mate, he was Canadian. He's like, "Listen, man, you can't do that. Like, you gotta focus your energy on scoring." And I was like, "I, I haven't heard that since Pee Wee." So <laughs> I don't know what's, what I'm gonna do here. So it's, do you think it'll be a similar style over in France? Have you looked at like any videos? Have you seen any games over there? Or what do you guys think you're getting into here? Yeah, I watched I watched the game last year. It's good hockey. It's fast paced. And uh, like uh, I had a we had a friend Steve Cohen who was over there, and he said the thing about like the French is that they they don't always know much about hockey, but like one thing they do is just they go they like skate all the time. They work hard. Like they might not be good, but they just work hard. So so it's a pretty good league. Trey, I'm thinking about you and how you're going to have to adjust your game. Like, you think you hated the AUS. You're really going to have to, like, not calm down, but definitely, like, adjust some uh, some of your game style. Yeah, um, you see, the way I looked at it, I thought, uh, I thought it would still be less frustrating than the AUS. The AUS, you know, it's a lot of guys who played, you know, four or five year careers in, in junior. They were, you know, they weren't exceptional junior players, but they were really smart and solid and reliable junior players which makes it really hard to play my game like so i want to i want to rock bods i want open ice hits i want guys cutting in the middle because when i played junior a i was just i'm not, I'm not trying to brag at all but i was crushing a guy every game because <laughs> the guys were just trying to cut to the middle and do stuff like that try trying more skilled stuff whereas in the aus you know the guys will dump and chase and you know work you down and grind you these are you know responsible good good hard-working hockey players for the most part and, i mean the aus is getting more skilled every year but i'm hoping i see i haven't been over to europe yet i'm hoping there's going to be guys trying to cut to the middle a little more and trying those skilled plays and then maybe i can you know catch a guy or two i would uh my money is on a few hospital bills for a couple other guys if i'm being honest <laughs> i think the worst part i've seen in the uh in, in the contract was that if I get suspended or fined, those come out of the paycheck. So Ooh, that's a yeah, big adjustment for you. My that was the first thing my grandfather pointed out to me. So, <laughs> you know, you're going to have to pay your own fines, so you better not be headhunting over there. <laughs> I was at no promises. <laughs> and what else would you do? <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you guys going to be roommates over there? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's the plan. Yeah, I think so. So, did you guys, was it a package deal thing? Like, Cuzzy, uh, they obviously came to you first, right? And they're like, you know, we can't really, you know, can't really move forward unless we get you. 
So you're like, yeah, you know what though? I need Trey with me though. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, being the Mem Cup captain and going to an NHL camp, like that's not really a big deal or anything. So <laughs> obviously, I'm you know, kind of dragging him along for the ride. Drinking, buddy. Living, hey. Living in Cuzzy Shadow, yeah. you know. Living in Cuzzy Shadow, up over it, eh? <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. he, he thinks he's gonna get suspended, but I think he's gonna be a healthy scratch most of the year, anyway. <laughs> so, do you guys gonna you guys like, think about this? You guys are gonna be rookies there, right? Like, you got to pick up pucks and pack the oh, bus and man. shit. Man, I never even thought about that. Yeah, right, I don't want to go anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite part of hockey, anyway. So. <laughs> I actually didn't mind being a rookie, if I'm being honest with you. If you, the more you embrace it, the more embraced you are from the team. You know, instead of bitching and complaining, pick the fucking pucks up and go sit on the back oh, of the yeah. bus with the boys Another for a little team bit. Loves you. Exactly. Good rookie. Everybody loves a good rookie. Yeah. So the only reason you get people get hazed and shit is because the rookie's being a dick. Yeah, whining, bitching. Yes, exactly. That's the thing I want to talk yeah. about is the traveling and things like that. Are you are you guys flying? Are you bussing? Like, where where are the other teams in the league over there? Or is it all is it all in France? It's it's all France. It's all in France. Yeah, Cousy, I, I'd say the Europe expert here. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, no, I, it, it's all boss. It's uh, I think it's just in France. I'm not exactly sure, but I think it's just uh, just boss everywhere. I don't think we have to have the budget to fly everywhere, even though that'd be nice. I think the only leagues are KHL and NHL, and we're not quite there yet. So <laughs> working there, working. Yeah, there. yeah. Long process. Well, you got a few pro uh, pro years under your belt, Cuzzy. I know we you played in the SB, and then it says something here. I know you played in the East Coast, but it says some sort of loan or something like that. Can you uh, can you elaborate on that situation? Yeah. Oh, it's just uh, just a call up. Just uh, I, I signed in Wichita, and then went down to the SB in Evansville, and then um, throughout the year, I got up twice for two different uh, for about two weeks at a time, and uh, I just went up. I got. Uh, five games in I think and so it was, it was fun to get up it's good hockey up there on the east coast and I was lucky I got uh, Jared Grant's a good Halifax boy and yes, so he was, uh, he was my roommate when I was up there so it was a lot of fun that's good G-Man G-Man yes I grew up playing with, with Jared man he used to pick on me and then we played ball together and I was his backup shortstop because he was fucking sick he was like Ichiro man stick the bat out and give her and then all of a sudden he embraced me probably because I was a good rook right like that's just how it Jared, is Jared Grant I remember when I came to my first ever Q camp at 16 uh, Jared would have been a 20 coming off his 19 year where he actually put up 22 goals his 19 year but he's coming into camp he had bandages and scars and cuts all from the top of his head all the way down almost to the bottom of his back and I guess the week before he came into camp he got bottled at a bar in Halifax and was just cut up everywhere. Like, it was terrifying. And he, he was a 20-year-old on that team, and he was he's tough as nails. Like he's And that year, he fought uh, the captain of PEI, who was also a tough guy. Not tough, but he's a, he's a hard-working, like, solid player. He's actually playing in the A now, and Jared fought him and broke the guy's whole face. Like, the guy needed reconstructive surgery on his face what because G-Man punched it in essentially caved in his face <laughs> he's a tough motherfucker man he uh oh, yeah. i remember in my first year ban him it was the early bird tournament so it's like you know september no one really gives a shit you're still kind of picking the team and yeah. he had like a broken collarbone a separated shoulder and he was you know insistent that he played like he just oh, yeah. he didn't and he lit up like he was probably the best player in the tournament i'm just like jesus christ <laughs> man i got like a hangnail and i'm you know i'm not even going tonight oh yeah 
Jared's a we Jared's gotta, tough We gotta man. stop pumping G's tires here. He's a, he's the ultimate rat, but we gotta stop pumping his tires. <laughs> Nobody yep. give him the link to this. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. I remember that year. My, my first. Well, not that year. Or no. No, it was that year because that was my first call up year ever with the Mooseheads, and that's where I scored my first goal. And you assisted that goal tray. Do you remember yeah, that? Baby, Phantom yeah. Apple. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, what slap it was. shot off his shin pads. He took a slap shot, it hit my chest, <laughs> hit my chest, went to the ground, and then I just blindly backhanded it in. Best feeling in, in the world right there. So I thank you, thank Don't you, sir. Play. Yeah. You're welcome for my chest high slap shot. <laughs> I got a question. Got a question for you both. Everyone always says that the Moosehead fans are, are the best in the league. Now you guys tread lightly here. Um <laughs> it, it, do you believe that's true out of all the places you've been? Obviously it's a little more biased when you play you know, for that city, but I know because you played in a couple different places, and I know you don't want to disrespect anybody. But is the Moosehead crowd, Moose Country, really as rowdy as everybody think? Everybody thinks. Uh, yeah, like, like you said, tread lightly. But I was lucky. I played in two great spots. Like, uh, you know, Cape Breton was a ton of fun. I had a ton of good fans here, and, and they're they're a lot of fun. But Halifax is just a it's a different experience. Like, um, I was lucky. It was the first year for for Nate and. Uh, Joe and, and those guys and, and the city was just it was buzzing because of that you guys are selling and, out on a Tuesday yeah exactly yeah it was it was nuts so honestly I think uh, Halifax fans like they're they're unbelievable they're they're you know some of the best in the in the CHL for sure Trey yeah because he said a lot of what I would I would have said too uh, uh, what I'll say is to see it come from when I was like a 16 call up, uh, you know, having a couple thousand people in the stands and then to win in the president's cup and get in five games there where the, they sold out 10 and a half thousand tickets in like five minutes. And after the buzzer went, like nobody left that building. Like it was pretty crazy. I don't think I'll ever, uh, experience another, uh, something else like that. And Halifax has been good to me and I love the fans, love the city. How pumped were you when Marty Furk scored that goal in overtime and the Metro Center roof blew off? What was the feeling going through you? That was wild, too. Okay. I remember that because I never felt like the build. Like, it was loud when we won, but that was like Because it was all at once. Like, right as soon as that puck crossed the line, like, the whole building started to shake. And I remember they had that video clip where the camera was way up in the corner and the camera itself was, like, shaking. Mm. Like, it was wild. I remember that, that goal for, like, for sure. One of the big videos that they made. Everyone forgets how good uh, that Ruin Naranda team was that year. They had Kucherov, they had JSD, they had um, who else? Did they they had another guy too, uh, Andrew Ghetto, who plays with Mon or Montreal. Does he play with oh, Montreal yeah, now? Yeah, yeah. Colorado. Andrew Ghetto, Kucherov, like they were good that year. Hardy said that that series was tougher than the Bacon O series. It was way tougher, way tougher. I think every goal or every game in that uh, uh, Ruin series was within a. A goal or two like they were all close games and they were really deadly on the power play like their power play was ridiculous yeah, Kucherov Kucherov yeah he's just filthy he's not bad yeah so on, okay. on that note for both of you guys because I know you guys won it together in St. Effects is do you think that the the CHL playoff grind is is tougher than the AUS one as far as like you know physicality or just like mental stress or anything like that or is it vice versa I would say it's definitely tougher in junior just because of the schedule. It's it's like a you know it's it's a lot more games. It's uh, it's it's longer series. Every series is seven games. Where in the AUS, your first series is uh, I think it's best of three, best of five, best of three. Wow. I think is what it is. Yeah, it's 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 not it's not as big of a grind. 
the only thing I'd say is like uh, I remember going in our last year when we when we won my first game we played St. Mary's I had one of the biggest midterms ever at 345 so I had to I went in my suit to the midterm and then wrote and went right to game one so that's uh that's something you're not really used to but uh it's definitely a disadvantage on that side so it's it's funny you actually mentioned the the midterm i was going to ask you guys is it uh i mean obviously you have to go to school during those those years right so did you find it tougher to play hockey while you had to juggle school like i know university is a grind i never went myself but i uh i have a lot of friends that did and like I feel like it would be like really tough on you, man, to, to be able to do both and, and, and excel in both. Uh, I think it's I think it's tough. Like uh, you don't realize how much time you could have if you didn't play hockey. Uh, like you're playing every Friday, Saturday. You're on the bus kind of all day, and uh, it takes a lot of time away from actual school. But other than that, like you, you have a 28 game schedule, so. There's, it's not as big of a grind as junior hockey-wise, but you're still, you know, your days aren't get up, go to the rink, you know, do the gym, kind of prepare for the next game. It's, you know, you got to worry about uh, your education kind of on the side. So you just, you just kind of got to manage your time a little bit better. It's not, not too difficult. You just kind of got to be aware of, of when things are and kind of how to approach them. So it's a big learning curve as far as even just as you being a human, you know what I mean? Because obviously you're not going to be used to that transition right away when you first get there. I, I know for me, if I think about it, it would be that would be very tough for me to transition to, you know what I mean? Having to worry about and time manage and all that stuff. Yeah, um, and, and especially playing junior, you don't really focus on school. So I went to, you know, maybe a class or two every semester, tops, and uh, I think that was kind of overachieving for most juniors. <laughs> kind of thing so um you're not in that you're not in that school mode or that learning mode so you're just kind of it's all kind of brand new once you get to school and it's like all of a sudden you got a, a full course load that you got to deal with plus you got to be at the rink and be ready for every game kind of thing i hate school i hate it <laughs> i'm so i'm so over it so that's i'm how still you grinding feel. out a couple classes like cuz said it's it's time management like i'd get back from the rink and then, you know, I'd have a midterm tomorrow, but I'm exhausted from practice. I'd rather just lay here and do nothing. Like, I'd rather lay in a room with nothing in it and stare at the ceiling than do schoolwork. Like, I just can't bring myself to do it. I have, a, I can't get motivated. I don't know why. Yeah, you just have that mindset. A lot of people yeah. feel that way, too. Actually, to kind of relate to hockey and uh, hockey and school at the same time, when you guys were younger, and there's obviously two paths you can take uh, when you're younger, you can go NCAA or you can go the junior route. Both of you picked the junior route. Do you have any advice to maybe like the youth that kind of have to make this decision soon, um, you know, on how to make the decision whether to go NCAA or junior? Trey, you can go first. Yeah, see, like when I was when I was that age, I never I hadn't gotten any like NCAA offers or stuff, and I was I'm from a small town, like not too many guys around here. The closest team is Moncton and uh or Bathurst like that's that I remember going to uh Wildcats games and like thinking this was the NHL like mm -hmm. I didn't even know that there was NCAA I didn't know any of that stuff and I was actually hurt almost all my my draft year in midget but um, like my head coach in midget was a scout for the Mooseheads at the time so he knew what kind of player I was and that was why I got the connection with Halifax and they drafted me in the fourth round and stuff. So I actually never got any of those NCAA offers or, or anything like that. But 
I mean, I, it just depends what, what you'd like to do with your life, I guess. And I know it's hard at midget age because I wouldn't have been able to give a straight answer. But if, if, if you want to go play junior, it's a great experience. And you can always do schooling after with AUS. And the AUS is getting better every year. I mean, I, I, I haven't experienced NCAA, so I can't really speak for for that experience but i know that junior hockey and aus afterwards was a ton of fun and i i wouldn't change it for the world for sure cousin yeah uh, i was exposed to it a little bit with uh like being out in notre dame uh there was a lot of scouts around and stuff like that for ncaa uh i have a lot of guys a lot of good friends who ended up going ncaa and like unbelievable experience but it is you know Everywhere you go, if you go to junior, you know, you can make it a great time and you can have a ton of fun and play good hockey. And, you know, it's more of the NHL kind of experience where you play 68 games. But uh, I know, like, going down and playing against – we lucked out. We played against uh, Boston College and Boston University, New Hampshire, and teams like this. And, like, like the atmosphere is unbelievable. Uh, The hockey is great, so – I don't. I don't think there's. I mean, there's ups and downs to everything, but uh, like the NCAA, that's a that's a great route to take. Uh, you get your education, you play some good hockey, but also I had a I had a lot of fun in junior, and I I do not regret my decision at all. Nice. Well said, both of you. Um, I do, I want to do this really quick. I want to get some NHL playoff Stanley Cup prediction. Who do you guys think is going to win the win the cup? Oh, you guys both spoke. The, okay, we'll start with oh. Cousner. You go. Yeah, I'd like Winnipeg to win. Nice. I mean, they're fucking big and strong and good. Oh, they're so fast. It's they're, they're unbelievable. All right, Trey. Yeah, I was gonna say Vegas, but I meant to say Winnipeg. <laughs> I mean, I'm too big of a Big Buff fan to not want to see him lift the cup and dance or something like. Oh, I love Big Buff. I love Winnipeg. All right. I'd like to, honestly. I I kind of feel bad for Ovi. I wouldn't mind seeing Ovi win one. I tell you, I want. I just want uh, obviously Winnipeg's Canada, but Vegas, man, how fucking sick would it be to watch Vegas win the cup, man? It would For be the sure, yeah, worst story ever. Like they could have went 0 and 82 this year, and no one would have said shit. You know what I mean? But instead, here they are. Yeah, it's, yeah but see, I feel like they're gonna lose to Winnipeg, and then next year they're gonna be garbage. I feel like. Yeah. But that's just me. I don't yeah, know. But everyone garbage this year too, right? What's that, Cuzzy? I said everyone thought they were going to be garbage this year, too, and now they're in the Western Conference Finals. So. And that's the beauty that's of the true. fucking game, my friends. <laughs> yeah, that's it. All right, well, hey, fellas, we're up on 45 minutes here. We've, uh, we've, gotten, everything, uh, we've gotten everything out of you that we wanted. You guys covered everything uh, extremely well. We appreciate you uh, taking your time out of your day and talking to us. It means a lot. Thanks a lot for having us. Are you guys going yeah. uh, to be in Halifax at all this summer? Oh, yeah, we're planning on a little... Uh, pre-france reunion little weekend or something so you guys will have to come join us i was gonna say where's the invite there <laughs> oh yeah yeah don't oh, you yeah. worry i'll Down be getting gyms. beers ideas <laughs> <laughs> you guys know the drill oh yeah see ya toothy uh, yeah yeah right i'm too old for that man <laughs> yeah wait, we are wait till the bogey train comes in first <laughs> yeah yeah you let me know when that is cuzzy and we'll get you rigged yeah. up then i'll get you some all right boys you know what it was it was fun to catch up again i can't wait to uh to meet up and have a few beers with the with the beauties of the hockey world once again. Uh, thank you very much, boys. All right. Thanks Back to work, cuz. Talk soon. All right. Once again, listeners, we appreciate your support. Make sure to do all that social media stuff. Like, subscribe, comment. We love you. We're out. Peace.